Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. already have the day off but I hope you're truly enjoying this day off especially going into the Easter weekend it is also the end of the second 10 day finding fertility challenge I want to give a big shout out to all my beautiful women who have finished this challenge strong I know these are difficult times already infertility thrown into the middle of that or maybe the other way around right we were already dealing with infertility and then this shit storm of a shit sandwich came into play but you guys are amazing and I am super super proud of you all before we start this week's episode of another Fertility Connection talk show, I want to remind you about the services I'm offering because of the craziness to help once again support you guys during these times. Now, I know it is a very big, scary commitment to work with me for eight weeks, physically, mentally, and financially. So I am giving you a chance in the month of April and if it goes well and it fits into everyone's schedule and the universe is like, hey, we need this and I'll extend it for a little bit longer. But right now it is just April time only. I'm offering one-on-one, -on -one, one hour coaching sessions. Now this is not just, hey, give me a call and we'll talk some things out. You actually have to take some time, fill in some forms, these forms are pretty in-depth and it gives me a big snapshot of what is going on throughout your whole body. And what we do is we get on the phone, we have a really good conversation, and then after that, I take some time and do a four-week plan for you to really kickstart your fertility health journey. Now this one-on-one -on -one coaching session can literally buy back time save you time and increase your chances of getting pregnant naturally or if you are planning on going back to the clinics when they reopen increasing your chances of getting healthy beautiful eggs and your husband can do this along the side you know these forms um, you can download two copies and he can do it along and kind of see if he would like to book a one-on-one -on -one session as well or do a couples coaching session we can always work that out on top of that, if you were thinking about doing some functional testing either with your doctor or your clinic and that's just not possible for you at the moment because they're not offering those services, I am offering a one-time order form so you can order up to three different functional tests. Once again, I will get you to fill out a four not a handful four forms and that I will review and once I get your testing back we'll put that and make a huge picture and try to really pinpoint exactly where your fertility issues are if you've been here long enough you know that it's most likely your fertility issues are not in your lady bits they're hiding somewhere else and we're going to get down to that root cause so those are two amazing offers i'm offering for the month of april i'm also opening up the trying to conceive and beyond forum boards over on findingfertility.co now this is a monthly membership that you can join. You actually get seven free days. 
If you joined up for this round of the 10-day challenge, you actually receive a month's free of these forum boards. And these are highly interactive, very specific forum boards to get the exact support and help you need. Now, this is not like Facebook. You can't go on and get distracted about Auntie Joe or who got pregnant yesterday. This is for you to really hone in and connect with like-minded people and get my support. Any questions that you have, I answer them to my best abilities. Any words of wisdom that you need right now in your journey, or even if you just need to vent to people that get your situation, this is the place to be. So make sure you head over to findingfertility.co backslash fertility health coaching and check out the TTC and beyond forum boards. Remember, you get a seven-day free trial. You get unlimited access to the support you need and deserve during this time. So without further ado, I know I like to have a good ramble. Let's get to today's podcast episode. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. We are on the second week, so that means another talk show, The Fertility Connection. We have with us today, Sarah, Devin, and Emma, and we're gonna go round robin again and introduce ourselves. Hey, I'm Sarah Clark, host of the Get Pregnant Naturally podcast, and we take a functional approach to fertility using functional lab testing and diet and lifestyle changes. I am Devin, the fertility finance coach. I help women make, save, and manifest money for fertility treatment. Hello, I am Dr. Emma Brzezinski, and I am a therapist and fertility coach. Hi, and I'm Monica Cox, your host of Finding Fertility podcast, where I help explain your unexplained infertility. Today is the week that technically egg can meet sperm, and you can go to a full-term pregnancy and have a live birth. Over on my IG, two weeks ago, you might have seen the post that I reposted from While We Wait's account talking about how her treatment was canceled, like a lot of people's treatment during this time with the coronavirus, and how she has come to, you know, another reality, another year of not being able to hold her baby this year and how 2020 she was super hopeful that this was going to be your year and I think a lot of people are feeling that probably more so than ever because maybe one or two of their chances have like been taken away from them right like they they were going to do it it's not there anymore and now the advice out there is even not to try naturally during this time in history So we wanted to come on and maybe give some words of encouragement. I know if you saw my post, um, there was three things that I personally think that you can do. Uh, One is, you know, cry that shit out, man. Punch a wall, get mad that, you know, what you expected wasn't going to happen and then let that go because you got some work to do, right? You, if you are still planning on doing a cycle with your clinic, or if you want to get pregnant naturally three to six months down the line, then this is your time to do those things. As you know, we've been talking that, about that a lot, about taking this time and doing it and finding your right diet, your light, right lifestyle, and then your mindset, right? Start working on your mindset. And um, I always say, your subconscious mind doesn't, can't take a joke, 
So if you're sat around taking saying, I'm infertile as fuck, you know, like, oh, I can't get pregnant. Like if I get pregnant, your mind will do everything it possibly can to prove you right. So during this time, you can start changing up your words. These are, this is just a really easy thing to do. The hard thing about it is being consistent and like catching yourself when you say those things out loud. What does anyone have some wise words of wisdom or support that you can give our listeners right now? To me, I think you can either like, I, I, I like your first point there because like wherever you are, you've got to be able to like normalize those feelings. And, and Emma can talk a lot about that too, always and, and as well as Devin. Um, but it's, it's being able to, to whatever you're feeling right now is normal. And if you're, if you're stuck in grief and frustration and anger really look to see if if hiring a coach or a therapist to help you work through those emotions if you can't seem to see a path forward like that's really key because right now your your plan has been taken like it's been hijacked and you're like wait a minute and now what do i do so if you're if that's you i think support is key um and then with that so if you feel if you feel that you can start taking action so really so right now you could be stuck in that worry fear and consuming all this, you know, the news content, consuming all sorts of blogs and being on, like being everywhere, Dr. Google consuming, or you can start taking action. So if you're ready to take action and you don't think you need therapy at this point, like now is the time and really being able to, whatever that action looks like for you, be it, be it working on your mindset, like you're talking about, um, reframing your thoughts, being able to see this actually working looking at your diet, starting the elimination diet. I know I harp on this, but this is key and everyone gets it wrong. And this is the gold standard to figure out if you have a food sensitivity. Everyone we work with does have a food sensitivity. So figuring that out and figuring out the diet that's right for you. It's not about looking at you know, the fertility diet or these general, general statements for diet. It's doing a customized approach. Um, and then also, like, I think... Um, yeah, so, so so taking action is key and because otherwise you just get stuck and nothing happens. I would say, I mean, I, I got a lot of angles to approach this from, but what really hit me was the fact that anyone on the outside who had never been through fertility issues would be really surprised to know that women had done the math and figured out what their last day of the year to get pregnant would be. And I am not surprised at all. I mean, every single time we did an IUI and there was six, I think all together, um, I knew the due date. Oh yeah. yeah. I knew I, the due date every single month for almost six years. Like that was, right. and I said in my Instagram post, old habits die hard. Like that was the first thing I thought. Like when I saw that post, I was like, oh, I'm going to figure this out. They don't know that. And yeah. they don't know the things that go on in the minds and hearts of women that are in the middle of this struggle. I remember the due date of the baby we lost to miscarriage and it was really, really hard because right at that same time, we had these friends who um, my husband worked with and they had just gotten married. I had had one conversation with this lady. She was in her late thirties and she said, I don't even know if I want kids. And uh, they got married and it must've been within the same week as me. They got pregnant. She had been on birth control like the whole time. It was it was, wow, that happened very quickly for them. And then my husband, um, we were certain he was going to get this promotion at work and that guy got it. 
Yeah. So, you know, I couldn't help but be really intensely bitter. And then every time I would see her or have it mentioned, it was like, that was my baby's due date. I would have a little bump by now. I remember running into her at, you know, um, a basketball game. It was like a YMC basketball game. Our husband's played in the same league and she was there with the baby. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want to look at this kid because that's how my baby would be. And um, you never forget those sorts of things. And what I will tell you now being years removed from that is that the pain is the hope that you have been holding on to that 2020 was your year, that this was it. And I get the pain of letting that go. But from a practical sense, when your kid is 10 years old, will it matter if their birthday was November of 2020 or April of 2021? It will not. Yeah. And will it matter that it wasn't on your dad's birthday or it wasn't close to this holiday? Like you attach, oh, they'll be born around this time and you start planning for that time. The day your child is born will be the special day. The special day is now October 19th. That's when our IVF baby was born and that is its own holiday now. So if you're worried about that piece of it, that you had it planned out, you just knew this was going to be the time, just know that your time is coming and that it will be special whenever it is. Yeah. And know that no matter how long your journey is, you'll always want to fucking control it. Right. Like, so I was like seven and a half years into my journey and I wanted my kids two years apart. So I had my IVF baby and because I had an emergency C-section, our clinic actually wouldn't let us, um, do the transfer earlier than um, when we wanted to. They were like, no, especially if you're putting two back in, the risk is too high. So we had to wait two years. And so we did it. Like, I'm like, right, we're going to do it. This is like going to happen. And then I miscarried, you know? So this whole, like the controlling and the wanting and the planning and the expectations, I feel like never goes away. And you're right. Like, two months later, pregnant naturally. And it doesn't matter that my kids are now, you know, whatever years and months apart, you know, it's, we do it to ourselves, right? We beat ourselves up so hard during this journey because time is our currency. You know, time is, you know, we see it slipping away so quickly. I do want to just come back to the, to the grief bit because I think those those kind of future memories and stuff we've been talking about and holding on to those that they are very real and very vivid and I'm, I'm sure we've all had that experience of that we, we know what we know what we want it to look like we know like say when we visualize when we're going to tell people and how it's going to be and what it's going to look like when we see those two lines and all of that and 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 as you say there will be lots of people who'd kind of who knew the date in 2020 when that was going to happen and then that grieving needs to happen grief as we know, has phases that, that um, need to go through. Um, and people will work through that in a different, in their own way. Um, but they, they, it's allowing yourself to work through that and not get stuck. Stuckness is such a, a problematic state to be in, as you will know. Thinking, feeling and thinking like, this is it. I have no choices and I'm not going to move on from this. That, that's the difficult place to be. So however, moving through pain, moving through anger and sadness and denial, all of those things, those different phases of grief, although that may be incredibly painful, it's a movement, it's a movement through, and you may well cycle back through things as well. 
um, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you're not moving through it. It just means that you're revisiting things because there's stuff you still need to process. And um, but stuckness is 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 the thing, and stuckness and going into a kind of depressive state where you are feeling like there are no choices. You are locking down. Depression is building that wall up. Um, and I think especially, I'm, I'm especially concerned for people at this moment because it would be so easy to build a wall because you don't have to go out, you don't have to make contact with people. And so I think my, my big thing would be stay connected. Stay connected with yourself. Do not cut off. Don't go, well, that's it then. I'm going to forget all of that. That wasn't important to me or whatever that is. However you cut off from yourself. Stay connected to yourself. Stay connected to your feelings. You don't have to numb it out. Um, you can kind of go, all right, well, I'm going to allow myself 10 minutes a day when I, I howl and then, or however long I'm going to allow myself, I'm going to stay connected to those feelings. And I'm also going to stay connected to a community that understands me and, and my safe people. Um, because this, this isolation thing, that's, that's what worries me because people um, with depression and shutting down, um, that that's when stuckness can really come into play so i just encourage people as i say to stay connected that would be my headline banner stay connected with yourself and your own feelings honor them because that's really important and to stay connected with your network um whoever they are the, pe yeah. the gorgeous people on instagram um your your support group your safe people it may be that you need to you may need to do a little bit of looking because those you know that friend that you normally meet for a coffee or whatever um, they, they may not, you know, that may be taken away, but also, <laughs> um, as we've already acknowledged, also, you don't have to meet all those people that you don't want to meet. So that's a, that's a blessing. <laughs> so you it can choose your people at this time. You can choose your people, but choose your people and make sure that you stay connected and make sure that you, um, yeah, that you kind of continue to, sh to shift the energy about, that you shift it about, that you don't allow yourself to become in one groove that you, you kind of, you know that, and you may have a whole day devoted to the, the morning work that you're doing, but then you know that there's, there's something else that you're gonna shift into that, that allows you to just have a, have a window on that. You may need to go back into that, but you're gonna keep, you're gonna keep things moving. You're gonna keep things moving. Yeah, two things on that, Emma. One is you are the combination of the top five people you hang out with. So if you feel like you've been like held back or you're being held back or how we talked about like um being judged by other people like this might be your opportunity not to hang out with those people you know you don't want to hang out with but two i want to get into with you emma a little bit about you know we're talking about coming to the realization that there's a high chance you might not hold your baby in 2020 but there's a book have you read the book spirit babies emma yeah yeah i have i have okay. so Emma is on a new adventure, and I'm sure she's going to be okay with me sharing this. It's shamanic journeying. Is that correct? Did I say it, it right? It is indeed. Okay. It is. So I asked Emma to go on a little journey for me. We had a big decision come up for us. She did. And what came back was um, truly amazing. There was one thing that just like hit home, right? Like there's no way Emma could have known this. It was really powerful to me. But I want to talk about spirit babies because um, when we do our due dates, when we have a miscarriage, when we have a stillbirth, 
we really grieve for that child, right? That was our child. Like when you do IVF and you see those embryos, you are a mother, right? It does not matter what happens to those embryos. Those are your babies. Um, naturally, obviously it's a little bit harder because you don't have that physical representation. And then obviously when you are pregnant, it's real. Like the moment you know you are pregnant, it's real. Talk a little bit about, I don't really know how to word it, like how to help move yourself, shift yourself through holding on to that child that was in your heart to um, knowing that your baby, your physical baby is going to come at the right time. Yeah. That's, ma this is, that's massive. That's massive. So the, <laughs> but the, short, the, short, the short thing is that there, there is a sense and... For me, this is very real because um, my boy, Billy, when he was very, very small, said to me, I, I chose you, mummy, I chose you. And I was like, really? <laughs> and he, he, gave, he went through this whole story of how he chose me. There's a choice between me and someone in Italy, apparently, but he chose me. Um, and this fits in with what it, what it says in the Spirit Baby book. And there, there are lots of different, there's the Spiritual Fertility by Jimmy Vaughan. There's um, the Cosmic Cradle. There's lots of material out there. Um, I'm sure we could put this in the show notes, could be, um, Monica, in terms of if we, people want to follow this through. But this, this, this kind of belief in that, that your child will make a connection with you and will come at the right time for them to come. And so the... the and this may, you know, this may be too out there for, for some people to say, I, I, this is because <laughs> Billy, Billy told me, I, I didn't really, I, I, I'd read the book, um, but I, I, yeah, it was kind of, he, he said this to me. So, um, and I have had clients who really have had a sense of their future child before the child was born. And so, to cut a very long story short, there are processes through which you can make connection with um, the, the ba the, your baby um, as they've made the, that choice to make a connection with you. They make a connection with you before they kind of incarnate, before they come onto the physical realm. Um, and so that you can be developing a relationship and a conversation with and finding that, you know, they will find the right time to come to you. So, um, and people have a lot, you know, have lots of chats with their babies and um, have a real sense of, of, of what is yet to come and, and start to, yeah, to develop that relationship. Um, it's hard to kind of condense it so much, but hopefully, does that make sense? Yeah. How do they shift from not letting go of the child that should have been, but moving forward to the, sh the child that they will have, does that make sense? Like right, how do they right. shift their energy from, you know, I should have had, that was my child. I should have had that child to going, okay. Like for me, like I know it's just so bittersweet. I've had, I have two rainbow babies and I, I, especially my second son, I look at him and just am blown away by what I had to go through because he was supposed to be here. He, he yeah. was supposed to be here. So how, but how do you shift yeah. your energy when you're still going through that really hard time of yeah. the sense of a loss of that specific, you know, child? It, it's, it's so difficult and people um, will find their own way, which, which isn't really a kind of, I'm sure it's not a good enough answer for a lot of people. I think to know, the, the, the bottom line I think is to know that you are on a journey, to know that you are on a journey and this is a process. 
I mean, I think um, I no, I'm trying not to well up now because as you were saying that, I kind of I had a miscarriage, and I I had a very strong sense that it was a boy, and actually I I through again another long story, but um, I had a had a reading and someone said to me you know my, my boy is still with me and he would he was the age that he would be now and so those those babies don't go they 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 you still have a connection with them they're still very they're part of your life and, and you don't have to just forget it and move on and I think that that's very hurtful as we all know when people just like oh well it's only you know it's over, it was very early and it's like no that was a real person and I really loved them and I was their mum and I think that you, to honour that is really important. But then to know that you are on a journey and that, that um, the other baby that you won't just hold in your heart, you will also hold in your arms, is on their way to you, is on their way. And um, that is probably the, the, the kind of best answer I can can in terms of how to shift the energy. But in terms of um, making connection, I think... It's, it's like I, I said before in terms of making connection with your heart because um, and with your dreams and with your, with your daydreams and with your actual kind of subconscious dreaming or unconscious because that is quite often how things come through for you. Yeah. So I think a lot of, a lot of any, my journey anyway was a lot about being in my head and being in control and writing lists and all of those kinds of things and making plans, writing in my diary, as you, as you other lovely people have said, well, this will be my due date. This is when it's going to happen. There we go. I'll make sure I've got holiday then booked in. Actually, that's kind of nonsense, as we know, because <laughs> things don't always work out that way. But in the unconscious and in, the, in that kind of more spiritual realm where time has a whole other thing anyway going on, to, to make connection with your dream and with your, um, yeah, where, where that kind of more spiritual connection may be coming in, that's then a shift. That's a, that's a massive shift in energy too, to go from your head to your heart and to your, and to your spirit um, and try hanging out there for a while and see what, see what comes through to you there rather than in the planning part of yourself. So uh, I love, I have not read Spirit Babies. <laughs> I, this would have been at that point in my life, especially way too woo woo and out there for me. And I wouldn't have even, I would have rejected it immediately because I just wasn't at a place to consider it. Now I would, uh, especially because after we had my daughter, we had done years of treatment to have her. It took IVF to have her. We tried for 11 months after, didn't work. Uh, went back on birth control because of the endometriosis, had an IUD in, it was a nightmare, took it out. And the doctor asked me, did I want some birth control? And I said, no, infertility is its own birth control. I'm sick of these hormones, you know, and all this crazy stuff. And it was a really stressful time. We were moving across the country for the second of three moves in two years. And my daughter was three and she, or she was two and she would come and talk to my belly and talk to the baby in my belly. And I was offended. <laughs> and she would say stuff about the baby in my belly. And I'd be like, no, I'm just getting fat. I'm stressed. We're moving. Like, <laughs> some, you know, what is your deal? But she would just every now and then say something. I got really sick. I had the flu. I mean, I wouldn't test positive for the flu. So this is also to, for people who are worried about all this COVID-19 you know, and what if I have a fever and how does that affect my body? I had the flu. It was awful. And I couldn't get better. And I called her 
um, my mom had her and I called her and I said, she said, how do you feel mommy? And I said, oh, baby, I'm sick. And she said, oh, because of the baby in your belly. And I said, no, and brushed her off again. But while I was out, grabbed a pregnancy test saying, wouldn't that be so funny? I've never been pregnant on, on my own, wink, wink, you know, this has never worked. Like I'm in my thirties. We've had the best doctors and the best drugs. And wouldn't that be crazy if she was right? And she was right. She sensed my youngest uh, before she was ever born, before I felt it. I would have never said I had a connection with a spirit baby. I would have never known that they were on the way. Um, but she did. And she knew it was a girl. I said, I felt so terrible during the pregnancy. I'm like, this must be a boy. It's so different. And she said, no, that's my sister. And she named her. And uh, we did the little gender reveal cupcake. We, she cut into it and she thought it was pink. We're like, you're having a sister. And she said, I know. <laughs> she already knew and she talked to her the whole time and we didn't tell her till I was four months pregnant that I was pregnant and she talked to her the whole time so I don't I don't know what else could make me a believer besides that you know that animals can sometimes sense or another <laughs> child can and it's really sort of crazy so I just want to say even if you are too far um, into feeling really depressed right now and really sad or really in a place of fear and you're like I don't sense anything good right now like I, this, nothing as good as coming from this. I just want to tell you that doesn't block the amazing things that are coming your way. It's okay to feel that beautiful things are still on the way to you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, hundred percent. And they say imagination is the creation of everything, right? You, someone has to imagine it before it's reality. You know, think of everything physical. Someone imagined that being, and then they created it. So that's why, you know, we harp on about mindset and your subconscious because that makes it a reality. You sit there and you keep believing that this is going to happen for you. It doesn't magically happen, but you start believing in yourself and therefore you put in the work that you need to do to create it to happen. And sometimes it just takes too, too much time, right? That you can't see it unfold. It's not like a Disney movie where you get the condensed version in an hour and 30 minutes. You know, sometimes we're talking months, maybe even years. But I do believe now, like, I'm the same as you, Devin. Like, all of this shit, I would have been like, whatever. Like, go smoke your weed and get your little, like, what's the, like, herb sensing or the, <laughs> the sage. Look at me now with some lavender sage right? spray. Um, and now it's used uh, with Reiki crystals. Yeah, right. I got my crystals on. <laughs> right. I think it, it's, it might be also helpful for people to actually rewind this, listen to Emma and Devin talk about that again and see where you feel that in your body, like to anchor it. Because both of those stories and, and talking about that is to like anchor that feeling for you is did you feel it in your stomach? Did you feel it in your heart? Because you can get stuck in your head, but like put it in your body and you're like, oh, then you can come back to that, that feeling of we're all connected. There's synchronicity. The signs are everywhere. Like thing, someone's trying to tell you there's a reason you're listening to this podcast episode right now where Emma and Devin have just like, you know, divulged their hearts there. And, and really, so what, what's in there for you? 
No, very powerful. Thank you so much for being incredibly open and honest about your journey. I really, truly hope that I know this week can be, you know, this month and this week can be really hard during your journey and taking those words and those stories and just holding them in your heart and believing and, and knowing that you can make your dreams come true and that it can unfold in very many different ways. So once again, thanks for joining us here on Finding Fertility, and we will see you next Tuesday for a Closer to Date clip. Bye, ladies. Bye. A few more things before you go. I'm actually running a little mini competition just here specifically on the podcast. All you need to do to win a free one-on-one coaching session with me, that includes filling in the forms, me having a review, us having a chat, and me devising a four-week action plan for you. All you have to do is leave a rating and review down in the show notes on iTunes if that's where you listen to the podcast. I bang on it every single week. This is how the podcast grows and is able to reach other women who are on the same lines of thinking just as you are, ready to take a different approach to getting pregnant. So leave as many as you want and they will be all entered in the draw to win at the end of the month. It is just for the month of April right now. So if you're listening to this in May, the contest is over and I will randomly draw one rating and review out of a hat and that beautiful woman will get a free one-to-one coaching session with me, Monica Gox. Down in the show notes is where you can connect with any of our beautiful talk show ladies and we will see you next week.